We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just let me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right, welcome back to an all-new episode of Come On Down, the game show podcast, mm-hmm. hosted by me, John Baker. And me, Reverend Jonathan Motney. I think we're going to go ahead and start today's episode with a prayer. Sure. Everybody bow your heads, please. Heavenly Father. Even if you're driving. Especially if you're driving. Jesus, take the wheel. Uh, we, we look to you today to, to bless this podcast, mm. um, all of its listeners, mm. and just to make sure that... Uh, we get a million subscribers. That is the most important because with a large following, we can spread our message to as many people as possible. Save, the keyword save as many people as possible. In the name of capitalism, we pray. Amen. All right. Wow. Wow. That was, that was a spiritual opening. Opening. Introduction. You know what else is a spiritual opening? The... The, the, cave, make like the a, cave where vagina, Jesus, vagina, the cave where Jesus yes. was buried, and then three. Uh-huh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I noticed um, just as we started this. Yeah. Uh, you set a timer on your phone for fifteen minutes. That is correct. Every fifteen minutes, we're gonna hear a very nice melodic sound, and we will be reading a, a random passage from the Bible. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you know what? I think we should start. With a, but it hasn't been 15 minutes. With a quick open, just a quick open. Is that the Quran? No. Do people think they will be left alone after saying, we believe, without being put to the test? We tested those who went before them. God will certainly mark out which ones are truthful and which are lying. That's definitely the Quran. No, I don't think so. Okay. So today, we're going to be talking about a game show that combines all the best aspects of america Uh uh-huh um really jesus the foundation of what america is right and capitalism okay which is basically america jesus and capitalism which is basically just america yeah i guess when you get back to it so we're gonna be talking today about a game show called american bible challenge right I was very excited to talk about this one. Me too. To watch this one. I have lots to learn of, about this. Lots one. of fun, fun notes. Wow, I'm excited mm-hmm. about your notes. So, before we get started, I guess we do have. Uh, we've already read some scripture. Now we've got to read uh, the capitalism aspect of it. Of course, which is yes. The ad. Um, I guess you start. Oh, that's weird. Oatmeal has got to be one of the most boring breakfast foods on the planet. I agree. I eat sugary cereal because I'm a child trapped in a man's body, arguably. You and me both, brother. Luckily, today's sponsor has a fix for that bland oatmeal experience. Goats! Did you mean to say oats? You fucking ignorant adult. No! Goats! And oats! What's oats and goats? It's a farm-to-table restaurant in that the farm stands next to you, on you, and all around you. Head down to an oats and goats in your local city and you'll be greeted by a friendly hostess and given free reign to their all-you-can-eat oatmeal bar. Don't forget to watch your step because each restaurant has approximately 12 to 20 goats walking and hopping around. How do they get a food license and let farm animals walk all over their store? That's the oats and goats secret. And the oats and goats promise is this is legal, trust us. Oats and goats, when you're from the city, but you want to tell people you touched a goat once. Oats and goats, when you're empty inside, so you try to fill that void with irreverent experiences that you can then post on your social media accounts for validation from strangers. Oats and goats, not boats and moats, oats and goats. They've got like six taglines for some reason. (laughs) It also made me think of that, um, mares eat oats and oats eat oats and doves eat oats. What, what is it? Mares, oh, I've never ever heard that in my life. Oats and does eat oats and little lambs eat ivy. Mares eat oats and oats eat oats and little lambs eat ivy. Where is that from? I don't know. It's just like a thing. Is that from the uh, kids show, the kids Christian show that had uh, a cucumber? Wishbone. As... 
Veggie Tales. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, were you were there the... any fruits on Veggie Tales, or was every single character a vegetable? Let's look it up. <laughs> That's a great question. Okay. Yeah, you, I think you... it was mostly vegetables. I think Terry Schiavo was on it. Um, is that that's a fucking throwback joke right there? What do you think? What do you think the audience? How do you think they're responding to that one right now? I, it depends on who's listening. Um, if you're under thirty, you probably don't know what that means. Okay. If you're our age, you're probably have your hand in your head yes. uh, over your eyes Perfect. and you're kind of looking down yes. like this Hell yes and you're thinking i can't believe my husband just said that <laughs> so you're my wife <laughs> <laughs> definitively tomato that's a fr- well so there's a lot of controversy about the tomato i, I don't know this is not important but i mean right off the bat it's a tomato and that's okay. not a vegetable what's this one a dildo <laughs> we have asparagus uh-huh. a I don't know what that beet, is. Maybe, yeah, onion maybe a beet. could be a purple onion. I guess uh, we got a lot. We got broccoli, cucumber. I don't know what that What's is. The orange one, a squash. Yeah, she's probably got squash. pigtails. This one's also looks like a squash. I think I just it's just several squashes. <laughs> it's just a whole bunch of squashes and one tomato. It's like when you get a fruit salad and there's just a billion different types of melon in it. And it's like, god <laughs> damn it, why'd yeah. I get this? This is the worst part. Mm. So. Without much further ado, yeah, we've got the American Bible Challenge to talk about. Yeah, so a little background on the American Bible Challenge. Mm. It's uh, so the Bible is a book. Oh, okay. just, we're gonna start from the beginning. I just wanted to make sure. Okay, uh, yeah, let's start from the beginning. Um, and it's not a book; it's the book on the, first, the Word of God on the first day. Uh, God created light. The Bible. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, he had to do some stuff, so there was. A, a bot like God. you can't start with the Bible and then you have to have yeah, a ex- universe first. Exactly, you have okay. to have some stuff, uh, paper and whatnot. Uh huh. How do they make paper? Actually, I do know how you make paper. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's really crazy. You, it's like a paper mache ish style, and you have a screen that's like very, very, very fine screen, uh-huh. and you pour this mixture into it, which then, like, kind of seeps through. It, the tiny, tiny chunks stay. And it creates like a sheet and you have to do that two or three times to make it thick enough to actually okay. be paper. Okay. Because I was thinking about this the other day for whatever reason. And you know how it's like made of trees or whatever. Sure. So I was thinking like, do they just like super thin? <laughs> you you thought that they would like at a lumber yard. Right. They have they have paper like one cutter. side that does two by fours, mm-hmm. one side that does like fence posts, right? Yeah, and then they have a tiny tiny sliverer on this side, right, for the paper, and it makes the paper. Obviously, okay, that is incorrect, but mm. it's I think it's a good guess. I'm glad to know for well, an idiot because the way you des- what you described it kind of sounds like um, the first paper papyrus in um, you know ancient Egypt. What they did was they took um, you know the papyrus leaves. Mm. And they would get them wet, you know, kind of like paper mache or whatever. Sure. And they basically interwove them like it was like one thin strip going horizontally and then a thin strip going vertically and then a thin strip going horizontally. So they were each made a bacon one was weave. it was a yeah, bacon oh, weave. Exactly. OK, exactly. A bacon weave yeah. <laughs> uh, until and then when it dries out, you, then they would like press it like, you know, put a big boulder on top of it or mm-hmm. something. While it dries Similar out. to how the boulder covered the cave where Jesus was Exactly. Buried. It all comes back. And then when it was fully dried out, it was, you had your nice piece of papyrus to write on there. Yeah. Did you make paper in elementary school? Um, I do remember yeah, I had making a super a... thin slicer and I took a tree. God. That's not how paper's made. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so yeah, American Bible Challenge is a, is a game show about Bible trivia. That's about as basic as I can get it. Very right? specific Bible trivia. Yes. I will say I'll agree with you on that. I will agree with you on very specific Bible trivia. So I premiered on the Game Show Network on August 12th. Or no, sorry. In August 2012. Yeah. Um, just uh, about four months before the uh, predicted end of the world by the uh, Mayan calendar calendar. Oh man. Great. Uh, So it was a hectic time for all of us. Honestly though, look around does kind of feel like hell on earth right now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And that's what our message is for you today. That's our, we are living in hell. That's our sermon. You might say we are. Ooh. Yeah. 
Hey. Our sermon is how the world did end on the Mayan mm. calendar in 2012. Right. But you need to find the small happiness, the silver lining in the garbage, just shit, the pile of shit. Yes. Uh, so Jeff Foxworthy hosted this show, speaking of silver linings. Yeah. Speaking of silver fox. And his, worthy. I would say his comedy isn't super Christian. No, but, but he had a huge the Christian following, I think. His, yes. His... I would say Southern. Yeah. I would say. So I watched this show. I went. I had never. I had no experience with this show beforehand. Me either. I went in blind, uh, very excited, very eager to see what this was all about. Mm-hmm. And my this so when this premiered in August 2012, first episode, most watched uh, original game show in Game Show Network history, broke every record right off the bat. Whole first season, most watched season in Game Show Network history. We fucked up by not doing a Christian podcast and. <laughs> All I could think about when watching this was like, this was the most watched in Game Show Network history, mm-hmm. and seven people north of the Mason-Dixon line watched this. <laughs> yeah. It was... Correct. It, like, there is no... Like, I grew up in split between the north and the south of the United States. Sure. And so in the north, I was raised Catholic. I went to church. Mm-hmm. I went to, uh, you know... What a Sunday school? Sure, you shut your mouth and you let the men in the robes touch you. Obviously, uh, and then you know I moved down here, did the same thing, still in the Catholic Church. I can't imagine anybody that I knew in New York ever having any sort of interest in something like this. Religion? Oh, you mean well, the show? This, this this version of religion. Got it. Because uh, it's a it's a whole another thing. Mm-hmm. It's a. It, this game show, before we even get into any of the rules or how it worked or anything like that, this is a game show that could have been created um, by Eli Gemstone. Uh, this is a Righteous Gemstones <laughs> style style game show. This Correct. is very much uh, in that realm. Uh, of like this could, if you saw this on the Righteous Gemstones, you would be like, that's a funny joke. Nobody would have a Christian right. game show. Oh, that's show. a good parody of like what a Christian game show would Correct. be. Correct. Is is what this is pretty much. So there were three seasons of this show. Uh ran until Which July is a holy 2014. Number, the Holy Trinity. <laughs> Obviously, yes. Yeah. The first season was the father, the second was the son, and the third uh, was Jeff Foxworthy. Um <laughs> and so this was a game show where there were three teams of three competing against each other each episode and the holy part of it i guess you might say Mm -hmm. they were all competing for charity they're not competing for themselves for enriching themselves they're competing for twenty thousand dollars for the charity of their choice and the winner of each episode would go into the uh semifinals on missed opportunity in what sense everything was a christian pun except for Semi-final round, could have had it oh. the third day. The, the last supper. <laughs> yes, also great. So, yeah, they, they could have gone to the semifinals, in which they could win another $20,000. Mm. And then if they advanced to the finals, they could win uh, $100,000 for their charity. So all in all, $140,000 oh. for the winning charity or nonprofit. Um, and yeah, so they... You know, they set it up. They give us the the three teams of three. They all have a punny Christian name mm-hmm. or something. It has like to that. do with their their uh, their interests or their charity, yep, or, their charity. Uh, or their relationship with each other or mm-hmm. something like that. Or all three potentially. Yeah. But it has some Christian pun in it. There's no doubt about that. And they had a giant glowing fake open Bible at the top of their contestant podium. Obviously. And so, of course, we get, you know introduced to these people and the charity that they're supporting. And so I wrote down seven minutes of fucking introductions before we even get the rules. Correct. And not just regular introductions where Jeff Foxworthy is talking to them. Uh Pre-taped reality style introductions that you would see on like a home makeover or a queer eye or 
any of those shows that are reality makeover style. If you watch this show, you probably didn't see it on A Queer Eye. Yeah. I would say. Uh, so it's a, it's a new thing for them. Uh, so you get introduced to all these people. Uh, and then the first round is just a basic tr- category trivia round. There would be a category, and they ask three questions from that category, mm-hmm. and they're multiple choice, and you've got to buzz in, and you've got to get it right. And then they move on to another category, and there's three questions from that category. But they also, they can't just do, the category is King Solomon. Here's oh. Oh, we've an alarm going off. What Time are doing for a there? random Bible verse. Okay, hopefully it's about King Solomon. Wouldn't that be that would be just wonderful. delightful? Then the king Who? called together all of the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. He went up to the temple of the Lord with the men of Judah, the people of Jerusalem, the priests and the prophets, all the people from the all the people from the least to the greatest. Wow. Where do you think you fall in that spectrum? It's kind of fucked up that God's like, it's like picking up that. No, or, yeah, no, even bring the shitty people. Bring yeah, the yeah. shitty people. It's I'm picking, saying with the good ones there. It's picking the kid, picking your team at on the recess. Uh, obviously you, <laughs> yeah. you, uh-huh. sure, you. And then you're here also, so you get to play. Oh, God's like, oh man, I get stuck with him again. Yeah. All right, sorry, you were speaking of King Solomon. I'm going to set another timer so we can get another nice Bible verse oh, in. thank God. Yeah, well, it's not... That they could just say, the category is King Solomon. And here's three questions about King Solomon. They have to do something like, our first round is the Jerusalem Inquirer. Yeah. And then they have a weird um, tabloid cover made up with like, Ooh, the king has 40 wives and one of them is angry. And like they read the headline of it and then the subhead that's some other little jokey thing. And then they're, they go, okay, and your question is, King Solomon's son, blah, blah, blah. Like completely one million percent unrelated to the jokey fucking tabloid thing we just saw. Sure. And this is a theme throughout the entire show of random things in there. That are completely unrelated to the game. Mm-hmm. And it kind of drove me insane, if I'm going to be totally honest, when I was watching the show. Yeah, but isn't that kind of the Christian way? You just insert God into as many avenues of conversation as humanly possible? It was just so strange. And probably, you're probably right. But also, I wanted to... I, we mentioned Jeff Foxworthy. We did. So, I would be remiss... Not to mention, you know, we got the host of the show, Mm -hmm. but as every game show has, there is also a musical co-host. Right. Like a talk show. Right. So there's a musical co-host, Kirk Franklin. Grammy award winning Mm. Kirk Franklin. Right. Heard of him? No. Yeah, me neither. Okay. Definitely not. A hundred. Never heard of him. Every time I hear the the name Kirk, though, I instantly think of... uh, Strong Christianity. Because of Kirk Cameron? Correct. Yeah. They're related. There's no way. Why? Why would you say that? Well, just... Why? You can't say that just because your name is Kirk, you're related to another Kirk. And they're strong Christians? (laughs) Oh, those are are two strong points. Yeah. Why? What, What would you say is different about them? They're of different nationalities. I think they're both proud Americans. Well, all right, whatever you say. So uh, Kirk Franklin uh, is the musical co-host. I wrote musical co-host Kirk Franklin, question mark, WTF, question mark. Right, because it's not just, paint the full picture. It's not just Kirk Franklin. It's a choir. It's Kirk Franklin and eight people behind Kirk Franklin who sing choir hymns. And this is what I wrote down about this whole situation Mm -hmm. Church bands seem to have two to four too many people on stage. Always. You don't need three people playing bass. You need one bass guitarist. If you want to have your four guitarists, that's a lead guitarist, that's fine. You definitely don't need two people playing drums, which I have seen before. Well, I'm sorry that you feel that not everybody should be able to participate in worship music. Look up, look up any video. Any video 
of a Christian band, and you will see two to four too many people. You will see passion. You will see people very into I'm not saying you're not passionate. That's that's also an issue. You're too passionate (laughs) on stage. There are two to four people that are too passionate. Relax. Um, Yeah, so it was definitely uh, interesting because they, they would basically sing like intros and outros of commercial breaks and things like that. And mm-hmm. like, Jesus loves me. This I know. Sure. Like, but it was like the, cool. It was like it had a right. It had three bases. That's exactly what it sounded like. Um, so they would do that sort of stuff in and out of the commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they Kirk for being a musical co-host. I found his involvement a bit lacking sure. in general. Sure. He was kind of just there. And then randomly, uh, every once in a while, Jeff might throw throw him a bone over there. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't really, for the vast majority of the game show, participate uh, in much. We, we did participate in the sense that we would just get random facial uh, uh, like reactions. reactions from him. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So after the trivia round... Uh, there was some sort of physical round after that. Like it might be... Over uh, the clothes. <laughs> obviously. Yes. Um, like there might be, um, what's it called, where you draw? Pictionary. Pictionary type of mm-hmm. game. There were games where they had like forks and they had to like stab the right answers with the forks for some reason. I didn't um, see that. What did you, what, what, what's one that you remember? Uh, we had the one that I watched. It was the first episode actually. And it was a little different from what you said because I think twenty thousand was the max they could win. So if you watch something in the later seasons, it sounds like they bumped up the prize pool. Oh well, yeah, twenty thousand was the per episode max when I okay in season three. Um, you know, I, I oh okay oh yeah yeah okay. So one of them, one of the second the second games they did after mm-hmm. the trivia was a long. It looked like shuffleboard. Okay, and there was a big golden circle at the end, and a, and a probably like a three foot runway mm-hmm. and there was a there was a whole these large pucks and they had names of bible chapters uh on them and okay. his thing would be like uh shoot every puck that had a chapter or whatever a, a book a book that had fewer than five chapters go and they would have to grab the puck and shoot it and this is what made me really upset about this game there was no name for the the golden area where you get points, they didn't call it like the holy zone or something like nope. that. No, and here's I here's just seven minutes of me riffing on some things that I think could be a much better name for that. For the golden area, correct. Okay, the promised landing zone. Oh, I like it. Thank you. The halo zone. Okay. The blessed bubble. Okay. The golden kingdom of points. <laughs> Salvation right. station. Obviously. Purgatory points. Don't go Roman off this golden pad. Better at the beginning. Right. <laughs> got as, a little, as most things are. Right. Got, put a, most of your, got a little downhill. Sure. After that. Um, but yeah, a little more creative than it sounds like they were. Okay. Yeah. And one more thing also. Mm-hmm. The third team that went were smart. And I'll tell you why. They just tried to get every puck in the golden circle because you didn't get any wrong points or you didn't get any deductions for incorrectly throwing a puck in there. So if you threw a puck that had a chapter that had 40 chapters in there, he would just go, nope, that wasn't right, and push it off. So the third team so didn't waste ch- like ch- ch- trying to figure it out. Exactly. That's pretty funny. It's a good strategy. Um, yeah, so then the third round. So Kirk was not in the first season of the game show, I believe. I believe he was only in season two and three. Okay. Um, and so then, uh, but at that point, the third round was um, a musical round because who doesn't love a musical round? Well, music is a a huge theme through Christianity, especially for these people. Mm -hmm. So Kirk's Righteous Remix was what they called this round. Okay. And you're like, all right, we're going to get some uh, clues from the songs that they're singing here. and And they'll say, and today we're doing blues. And then it would be like, this is a song about John the Baptist mm. in blues. And then it would be like, down, 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 went down to the river, down, 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 I dunked her head, 
Oh, he's cleansed now. Washed off his sins. And then. Amen. And then Jeff Foster would be like, oh, that was great. That was great. All right. So your question is, John the Baptist was born on what day? (laughs) Again, the whole music thing, one million percent unrelated to the question that follows. Not even close. There is absolutely nothing. You can literally plug your eyes and ears during the entire music round <laughs> and you are at absolutely no disadvantage because then you just get a regular fucking question afterwards. Sure. And this was per team. There was They did this three fucking times because there was one question per team sure. for this round. Language. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Mm. So... That was the that was the third round of the game, and again, that was what they did the whole time, the whole thing. And by the way, once they did that, John the Baptist, they'd be like, "All right, and now we're gonna do a blues song about uh, Cain and Abel." Mm. And then it would start over and I'd go, "Bow no 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 no, they were brothers. Bow no 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 no, didn't get along. Bow no, because every single blues song." was the exact same fucking song with slightly different <laughs> words. Or every single country song when they did a country song mm-hmm. was the exact same thing, the same cadence with different words. It was so lazy and dumb and not funny. And I think they did it because like, oh, this is fun and funny and people like this. And yeah. if you do, shame on you. Shame. Shame, 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 shame. Awful. You're going to Terrible. hell. Sorry, I got a little worked up. by. It's okay. I mean, you take your faith seriously i don't joke around and this show did not it 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 was a mockery for quite frankly Mm -hmm. it was shameful so after the third round what i i did like this thing that they did here yeah uh in the fourth round it was called the chosen three Mm. you know big number that three it's a huge number we've established the chosen three you've got three people on your team so what you do and what i like about this is because it's kind of uh mean okay is, oh, absolutely. Is uh, you take whoever you think is the smartest person on your team. Sure. And that person kind of recuses themselves because there's two parts to this round. There's the two dumb people all compete against each other. Mm-hmm. And then the one smart person of each team all competes against each Correct. other. And so I liked that little twist of it. It was fun to see two people not know questions to things and the person who knew the question behind them make facial features as if <laughs> exactly fuck these because people pretty much every team it. had one person that actually knew all this stuff and the other two right. people were also there yes correct yes correct <laughs> um and so then uh after this round or ap- after all the solos have gone um they eliminate the lowest scoring team at this point in sure time. And so they leave with like uh, $2,500 for their charity because they're not going to leave them empty-handed. Merely peanuts. Uh, it ha- any, any little bit helps. And then after this, okay. they go to the final revelation. Okay. And I've got a bone to pick with this also. Why? Let the me book tell of you. Revelations? Obviously. Uh, the, the whole Bible. I mean, let me tell you. <laughs> let me get started here. Um, so in this round, it like we said, it's two rounds. What they do is... The one team goes to isolation booth territory, and then it is basically rapid fire questions, but they have to answer in order. Yeah. So question for this person, question for this person, question for this person. Yeah. If you don't know, you can pass quickly if you're one of the dumb two and try and get another question back to the smart one. Right. Um, you've got 60 seconds to get as many questions correct as you can. Um, then after 60 seconds, the other team comes out of their isolation booth and then they have 60 seconds. They get the exact same questions in the exact same order. And that's cool. That's fine. Here's my bone to pick. Yeah. When the second team comes out, he goes, all right, they got six, right? So you need to get at least six, right? I'm like, that's that's such an unfair advantage. The first team didn't know how many the other team was going to get, right? Like right. when the time is winding down, you could be like, pass, pass, try, try and like get to an easy one. Or, you know, you, you answer faster to kick, keep up. Or if you know, they only got three, like I can take my time and think about these and sure. not feel pressure. Like it's such an unfair advantage to have the knowledge of how the other team performed before you go. And the other team doesn't have that. I don't think it's fair. I don't think God would think it was fair. 
Oh, yeah, because God, everybody in the Bible had such a fair He's existence. He's trying to keep things fair. Yeah. By killing people. If they did wrong. <laughs> if they did things that they weren't Or if they to. just didn't believe. Did he, or if did they he did that? believe and he just tested people. <laughs> no, no, he said, kill your son for me. And then he was about to, and I was like, no, 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 JK. But it's cool but that just you testing. would. But it's cool that you would. Hey, like, you're my second hand man now. Like, I know it, I can manipulate you. It's very much a cult leader thing to do. It, uh, yes, it is. Like, but it's not cult. Like, um, it made me think of um, the Kingsman. Remember they make them raise their dog and then kill the dog? Oh, I don't remember that. To like part. prove that they can be like stone cold killers. Killers. Uh, but then they stopped them from doing it. So they were like, "You would have, you you're fucking, in, you're in the you fraternity. fucking evil devil." Christianity is just like a fraternity. The more that I think about it, you have to chug the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sometimes. What's the hazing? I guess the hazing is just God uh, repentance and okay. And then so what's the soror- what's what are the sorority and fraternity parties? What are those called? I guess just church. Church, you know. <laughs> it's pretty much church. Yeah. Those are ragers. So uh and then whoever has the most at the end of that wins the game, mm-hmm. wins the twenty thousand, goes on to the semifinals. And gets into heaven. And that that is true. The other people, they're not eliminated from heaven completely. No. But they've got an uphill battle to do. So. Here's the thing. They're not on the list. They got to prove it to <laughs> Exactly. Them. Exactly. Yeah. So you pointed out early on. Oh, oh. Okay. This is a good, a quick little segment. Would you like to do the honors on this one? Um, no. Okay. You've got it. Sure. You're a better pastor than I. Mm, that's true. Amen to that. You have wearied the Lord with your words. <laughs> that didn't seem random at all. <laughs> that sounded very specific, and I've heard that comment before. Okay, my mom used to say that to me all the time. Another timer. So, you mentioned at the very beginning of this uh, uh, trivia about the Bible, and you said very specific trivia about the Bible. I went into this, mm. and I said, "Oh, Motney." You've got to do like a trivia on me. Let's see how much I know about the Bible. Sure. And then I watched the episode and uh-huh. I went, oh, I know nothing. Yes. I know absolutely nothing. Here's the They're thing. They're very specifics. Very specific. Guess who got almost every single one right? You. Jonda. Really? Yes. No. That is how heavily involved <clears throat> she was in the church when she was younger. Really? Yes. Like She knew like the... Jebediah, the, I don't even remember. Right, there's even like all these people down. that just sound like some fucking dude from Kansas that is actually a name from the Bible that I didn't even realize. Here's how hard this was. There was a segment on the show called Klingon or Christianity, and they would say a mm-hmm. name, and it was hard. It was hard to do. Let me tell you this. I did well in one round of this game show. I did well in exactly one round. Which round was it? It was... Um, bad God or bad guy. And it was, they gave you the name and it was either the name of a God in the Bible Mm -hmm. or the name of a James Bond villain. And I know my James Bond villains. Yeah. So I was able to process of elimination this one. Sure. Pretty well. Okay. I did well in that round. Not because I know the Bible. No. Because I know James Bond. But the thing about the Bible. Mm. Is whole, there's so much in it. There, it, I mean, there's way too much in it. I mean, it's how. What is that? Is that a full Bible? Is that of Old and New Testament? This is a Old and New Testament, and we are at. Okay, hold on. Let me get. Let me get to the, like this actual end. This is all like swords and st- I don't know why. What they have fucking sources? Are they citing their sources Evident, in your Bible? Yep. Okay, at least over a thousand pages. Over a thousand pages. But to be fair. Uh, Game of Thrones is over a thousand pages, <laughs> you know, like, and I feel like there's not that much in one of these Song of Ice wow. and Fire books. Sure. Um, so that's a thousand just, pages of trivia. But again, I, it, it, it's it got to be a thousand with really small print. It is very small print. Because and like, it is very thin, thin pages. I read a book that was 600 pages a couple months ago, and I could have never kept track of that many characters. I mean, that's that's like 8, right? Size 8 font? 
It's pretty small and it's columns. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I mean, there's like, I know there are things like, uh, you know, the, the books in the Bible and they've mm-hmm. got names. Sure. And so like there's like Deuteronomy. Mm, John. Right. But like is Deuteronomy a guy? Is that a dude? That's a great question. I don't think so. Like, like Genesis is one. That's not a guy. Right. That's just like the beginning. Yeah. But like Leviticus, isn't that a dude? There, look, you're on Deuteronomy. Is it, does it give you any backstory of who Deuteronomy is yes. at the beginning? Deuteronomy <laughs> was a guy dressed in very cool clothing and carried knives. Okay. I believe it. Here, but here's the thing. Yeah. If you said that with a little more confidence, or like I would believe it. I'm like, like, oh, like, oh, that a knife that guy. Sense. I should read more of this Bible. <laughs> knife guy. <laughs> you know, Deuteronomy, the knife guy in the Bible. Well, that was like when uh, we went to our friend Stephen's wedding a few years ago. Yeah, and it was you know in a church, and I remember the the reading. Oh, you do? Because it was from the book of Ruth, and I was like, that's not a real book. <laughs> what you got the greatest home run hitter of all time gets his own book in the bible there's no way that's a real book but it was and she was a woman she was somebody's wife because you know you couldn't just be a woman sure (laughs) now you're either a whore or a wife in the bible um but yeah the stuff like again we just talked about how from the day i was like four years old until 17 basically every week I went to church. I went to Sunday school. Yes, so did I. I know none of this stuff. None of it. Why are you searching how to gird your loins? Look, I googled <laughs> Deuteronomy is a guy question mark. <laughs> and that's what it took me to, man. I don't because know what to tell you. Listen, here's the problem. We're so dumb that like it doesn't it doesn't think anybody's dumb enough to ask that question because it's the answer's so obvious. Here we go. What is the actual meaning? Oh, this is a specific verse. This is a verse. specific verse. Yeah, it's about girding your loins or whatever. It means that a woman shouldn't take the place of a man during a sex act. Ooh, so it's like an anti-gay thing? Yeah. Uh, and then this is how to gird your loins. And by the way, that is, that's gay. That looks wait, like... Wait, a, a woman shouldn't take place of a man during a sex it act? It means that a woman shouldn't take the place of a man during a sex act. So no strap-ons. I think it just means no on bottom. She can't go on bottom. That's where the man is. Oh. Yeah. No, isn't that missionary? Missionary, which is the position of God, is woman on bottom. So she can't be on top. Because no men and women girl. both wore skirts back then. It has nothing to do with pants. I don't think this is a reliable source. I never source. asked if it had anything to do with I pants. I don't know about this link. <laughs> okay. So. Whether hey, Deuter- hit us up in the comments. Deuteronomy <laughs> man? Question mark? <laughs> whether he was or not, it doesn't really it matter. It doesn't really matter. So because I don't know. And that's the problem. Yeah, it is. Is there's so many characters in this book. Uh, and I, they've all got backstories. Mm-hmm. And front stories. Yeah. I don't know any of them. (laughs) I know about Jesus. Right. I know about Judas. Mm Mm-hmm. I know that there's an old and a new. I know about... So I went to... I've been to the Vatican. The big big old country church. Yeah. Did you you catch on fire when you walked? No. Nope. I wore a flame retardant suit. Um, (laughs) I went to the Vatican a few years back. Mm. And... We had a why, why, why? Uh, because I'm a very holy man, and I wanted to see the holiest of places. Mm. I wanted to see that uh, old dude with a funny hat do right. stuff. Sure, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so I went to the Vatican on a tour, and the tour guide was uh, Italian, obviously, because it's like right in the middle of Rome. Sure, this, this little but country, it is its own country. It's this little country of a church, mm-hmm. um, and. Our tour guide was taking us through like the catacombs and stuff like that, which is kind of cool because you can see like all these like dead buried guys and stuff like that. Yikes. Um, and she talked about this uh, statue uh, with Mary. Well, she, so she was talking about how like, I guess uh, Peter was like the first pope. Okay. After, uh, you know, Jesus died, he was like his number one disciple. Like he was the biggest fan or whatever. You're sure. And... So then there's this famous statue of uh, Mary, and she's got this dying guy in her arms, right? She's got a dying guy that she's just holding across her arms. Sure. 
and it was called uh she kept calling it the pieta and i was like oh that's a pretty dope statue of like mary holding peter Mm. there Mm -hmm. uh and then afterwards uh my wife said something about it and i was like oh yeah i was like why was like i was it was crazy that with like mary and peter in that statue and she was like what and i was like the peter statue and she was like you mean the pieta and i was like well yeah if you want to say it like the italian woman yeah, yeah. the pieta the leaning tower of <laughs> the pieta. pieta and she's like no it's called the pieta the it's not called the peter and i was like oh and she's like it's not peter it's jesus and, oh. and I was like, oh, that's a confusing name then. So it's like the crudita. <laughs> and and she goes, why would Mary be holding Peter as he's dying? And I said, I don't, because he was Jesus's friend. I thought she was like grateful. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't she? She He really believed in her boy. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a really supportive uncle. Yeah. He was a really good friend. He was like a second son to her. Did she have any? Did she have a second son? Yeah. Like from fucking. Pieta. (laughs) Like, you know how Jesus was born from not having sex. Right. Did, like, she was still married to a dude. Mm -hmm. Who got cucked. By God. Right. But did they, like, they still banged probably after that, right? Oh, yeah. Do you think you'd be a real confident sexual man after your wife gets pregnant by a ghost? (laughs) No, so I don't think I would so be like, never had sex hey, again? do you want to make out a bit? Um, or, or are you going to be hanging out with your imaginary boyfriend that got you pregnant? <laughs> well, I'm... I imagine I would lose all interest in sex with my wife <laughs> if she had a baby from a ghost. And that's why Jesus didn't have any brothers or sisters. Right. Now it's been made clear. Um, and I know that sounds like we were just riffing. That is an actual Bible verse that we've been reading off of our... <laughs> the timer went off. You might not have heard it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, one thing I noticed about uh, Jeff Foxworthy in this show mm-hmm. is everything was absolutely right. You are absolutely correct. Or... That is absolutely right. Everything was absolutely right for some reason. Or... That is absolutely incorrect. He, it was always. He always wanted to keep the suspense. He was teasy with that absolutely. He was very teasy. His fucking trademark is the word absolutely. <laughs> I guess that's... You that, might be absolutely right. He did do a uh, you might be a joke. Because mm-hmm. you have to. Because that's his thing. So I see he did some of his standard shtick. He also did some... Um, more biblical shtick. Mm-hmm. There's obviously a lot of puns throughout the game. Or there are not where there should be. <laughs> there, there are a lot and there are also not enough. <laughs> uh-huh. if, you, if you're going to commit, you fucking commit. Correct. That's one thing I learned from God. Don't go half in. Full, all out. 100%. Put me on that cross. Extreme. Um, so this is a show that was developed... Under the lead of a guy. So producers wanted to make this show, basically. Yeah. Let's make a Bible trivia show. Sure. And so they went to this guy named Troy Schmidt, who was a pastor with a Jewish-sounding name. Yes, I was going to say. I guess it's just more German, really. Schmidt. Schmidt is more German than Jewish. Um, From First Baptist Church in Windermere, Florida. Mm-hmm. And he, they brought him on to help write the questions. Good. He crushed it. And he was... Supposed to be the on-camera Bible expert yeah. on the show. So they get some Bible expertise in there. Sure. And so they filmed a pilot episode and they showed it to test audiences. And they're like, we fucking hate that Bible expert guy. Oh, no. And so they shut down production for six weeks and reworked the show to eliminate Troy Schmidt from the show. To exile him. Just like in the book, Exile. Mm-hmm. That's in the that's a book of the Bible. Is it really? I think so. Okay, let's pause real quick. I'm gonna in the, search through the, the Old entire Testament, Bible. It's when Moses and all the Jews oh they get were sent out banished. of Egypt, right? I Exile. don't know. Oh, Ezra, no. Eliel Ezra, the professional poker player. Ezra, Ezra. Uh, no, this book is better than Ezra. 
<laughs> okay. Boom. Okay. Okay. God. Okay. Nineties alternative rock humor is here to stay. Yeah, it is. Uh, but no, I think Exile is a book, probably somewhere in the Old Testament. It is sh- kind of shocking, just like the difference between these names. It's like Ecle- Ecclesiastes Daniel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Now Google Ecclesiastes person <laughs> question mark. <laughs> it's going to be another Kama Sutra for Christians yeah. website. Um, so this show, uh, like I said, it was very popular. It was the most watched Game Show Network original in history for some reason. But that just goes to show you the brand loyalty that Christians have. Because this is a bad show. It's not good. <laughs> But if you're a Christian and you see that it's a Christian specific yeah. show, you're like, I'm going to at least check that out. And I I want to make clear, I don't think it's a bad show because it's questions about the Bible. No. I was excited about it. Yeah. Uh, I thought this could be a good show. Mm-hmm. Like Jeopardy for the Bible. Right. I was ready to hear about Daniel. Right. Uh, but it was a bad show because of all the stuff. It was an hour long show. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole lot of stuff that isn't the questions or answers right that is just kind of confusing and weird um that has a, gives the show an odd pacing uncomfortable bad humor yes so it just wasn't it it wasn't good whereas i felt like it could be good like if it was more like a i don't know like a straight up quiz bowl sort of thing just about the one subject being the bible and well, yeah i was going to feel dumb either way because yeah. I didn't know any of this shit. No. There's way too many specifics. There's way, way, way too many specifics. Like, we have a friend who used to be a pastor. Mm. I think if he watched the show, he would miss a good, good chunk of the questions is how hard they were. Wow. And I only know that because I used to do uh, trivia with him very frequently. And we would get, like, Old Testament questions. And he'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> and that was, like, a general trivia place. Ones where they're really trying to get in super specific. Yeah. It's crazy. This like is, These were so hard. If I were on the show and you would have asked me, is there a... a oh, beautiful. Is there a cha- or is there a book in the Bible named Daniel? I would clearly say no. No. <laughs> no, no there is there's not. There's a Matthew, a Mark, a Luke, and a John. There's for sure not a Daniel. No. Also, Babe Ruth. <laughs> the Sultan of Swat. Let's go New Testament the here. King of Swing. How come some of the words are red? You know. um uh okay in those days peter stood up among the believers peter a group and this is what i love so much about this this is one of my favorite verses okay in those days peter stood up among the believers parentheses a group numbering about 120 so 10 times as many as we usually think about. Correct. And said, brothers, the scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through the mouth of David concerning Judas, who served as guide for those who arrested Jesus. So it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of uh, um, giving you callbacks, yeah, callbacks. <laughs> And also, uh, what's that called where some characters and shows... Foreshadowing? Also, but some characters are just <laughs> there for plot development. Oh, yeah, to, like, move the plot forward. Right. Do you think that's Peter? Do you think that's Judas? Do you think that's David? Do you think that's Daniel? Uh, here's here's how this is so good about moving the plot forward. I couldn't wait to not read it. Wow. So it was kind of pushing you towards the wow. next verse. So here's a question that I have. That Bible right there. Yeah, right here? Yes. Yep. That's your Bible? This is John does. Okay. And it is the Holy Bible, not just the Bible. What translation is it? Do you know? Niv. <laughs> Niv. Campbell. <laughs> you see the new screen? It's pretty good. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I can't wait. It's pretty good. Okay. I liked it. Um, It, it, said, it just says her name. No, hold on. I'll find it. Marriages. She's husband's family tree. <laughs> what? She's supposed to put all this stuff in there so God knows. Oh, Death. In case he's not New international track. vibe version. I told you Niv. Niv. Okay. I guess that is a good answer that I just didn't know was an answer. Yeah. And you would have gotten that wrong. A hundred percent. I was just... King James is the only one I know. So I was sure. hoping it was that because I could be like... I could nod along and go, oh, yes. But this would have been a good oh, opportunity yes. for them to King have James. a Niv Campbell uh, <laughs> opportunity to yes. for another pun. Let's tie it in. And these questions are a scream. 
Yes. Right? Exactly. You know? Stabs. We're working on the third one. <laughs> We're working on the third one. Yeah. So, I, th- despite all of our misgivings. Yes. This show was nominated for two Emmys. Best Game Show no. and Best Game Show Host. Please tell me they did not win. Jeopardy won Best Game Show. Steve Harvey won Best Game Show Host. Okay, I'm fine with that. <laughs> You'll take it. I also wrote in my notes, this show is not for me. <laughs> the sentence that I wrote in my notes. Right. Just so I remembered that in case I sure. wanted to reflect later, this show is not for I me. would argue that it's not for most Christians. It's too hard. It's way too hard, man. It's too hard for you. It was so hard. You guys don't know anything. Unless you're like, I don't know, the Pope or something. Do you think the Pope would know most of this stuff? Oh, God, that's a great question. Because it's like if you ask the CEO of Taco Bell what's in like a Taco Supreme, is he going to know? Maybe. But also there are four ingredients (laughs) in all of Taco Bell. So if he said lettuce, cheese, and meat, he's like crushing it. Well, he's missing the sour cream and the tomatoes, fucking idiot. But that's okay because he got most of it right. The other three are correct, but the sour cream and the tomatoes are very, very important. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's it's just so hard. It was very difficult. It was it was it, aside from the other things that made it unenjoyable, like the format and the cheesy jokes and, and the weird the weird music, music and, and all that stuff. It the difficulty made it a little unenjoyable. Like, of course, Jeopardy is hard questions, and it's unenjoyable to me because of that. But it's not this hard. <laughs> it's less hard than this. No, dude, Jeopardy's got some deep cuts. I mean, yeah, like I could not win on Jeopardy, probably. Mm. I, I mean, if I got like a really, really good lucky matchup, I could probably take a game of Jeopardy. Yeah. Against like other people that were, you know, my level of knowledge. Because sometimes there's some, some dumb, dumb people on there. Sure. Or not as smart people or they're bad with the buzzer or something like. Yeah. If if I got lucky, I could probably win again. Like. There's a woman right now on Jeopardy who's like 38 wins in a row. I could not do that. No. No chance in hell. But I could maybe luck out and win a game. But this show, I would never come close. Here's the thing. Yeah, no, we would not come close. But at least we would know some of the books. We would know Yeah, if it was God. Matthew, Mark, if it was name the four we know, books of the gospel. We know God get good. That. If the question God was, is good God good? Or bad. Or bad. <laughs> uh. every, it's a section called good or bad God. <laughs> and every question is, is God good? It's tough. Yeah, it is tough. It's tough. Also, I noted um, the final round of the game. Hmm. Uh, the the final uh, revelation no before the final revelation when oh. when it's like the one person answering the smart person the smart person yeah. answering it's a it's a three part question and they have yeah to, there are six and tiles e- right and each part is worth uh one thousand points so you can get three thousand points i made a note that going into that question first place was sixteen hundred and this one question is worth three thousand yeah so literally the rest of the show up to that point didn't even matter sure if because only the lowest team gets eliminated at this point so you literally just have to get enough either two of them right maybe right because if the other even if the other person has a thousand point lead on you sure if you get one more right than them you're you caught up or past them well i think what they're trying to exemplify with that structure is that similar to your last breaths, it doesn't matter what you did in your life or how bad you were. If you just repent and accept the Lord as your Jesus Christ. You get 3,000 points. You get 3,000 points and you get into heaven. Wow. So I said this show is not for me. I have some make it betters. I know you probably do. And then you probably have some likes and dislikes that we haven't covered yet. And we also have a lightning round. Oh, wow. We've got a lot to do in, in so little time. Yeah. So let me hop into this real fast. Sure, sure, sure. Make it better. Instead of all this nonsense music that was garbage. Yep. Instead of these stupid fake National Enquirer headlines or whatever they do to set up these rounds, I want some sick references from the Bible that affect gameplay. I want somebody to be 
put into a glass enclosed tube mm. that they release locusts into. Wow. And they have to answer the questions while the locusts are flying around. Wow. Them. So they kind of go into a Pope mobile situation. Right. But get plagued. Mm. And, or a plague of frogs. Just a thing with frogs crawling all over you. You you have to lay down in a tank where frogs are crawling all over you oh and answer God. questions. So you want Christian fear factor. I want... Well, no. I want... I just want some fun Bible-related challenges. I want to see... I want some physical challenges for sure. I okay. want I want a walk on water challenge. Right. And they film it with a slow motion camera and you have to run out on a pool and tap your feet on the top of the water before you go under as many times as possible. And whoever gets the most full, you have to get your foot fully out of the water and then back on top. Whoever can do that the most times, like sure. you get points okay. for walking on water the furthest. I want a water into wine physical challenge mm. uh, where... There you, all three people are involved. One person is tossing grapes. The other person has to catch the grape in their mouth. Then they have to chew it and spit it out into a cup of water that the third person is like shooting with a water gun from like six feet away or something like that, trying to fill up the water. And they've got to get at least five grapes in there and fill the water up to this line. Okay. Boom, that's your time on the water into wine challenge. Got it. I want... Um, uh, they set up a, a fake temple and you have to destroy the temple. Um, like Jesus did. Yeah. And you've got to, because there's like a, a hidden thing somewhere in the temple that you've got to find by tearing it apart. Wow. Whoever does that in the fastest time wins. Basically, I want this to be double dare. Yeah. I want it to be double dare. You want it to be fear factor with double dare. Yeah. And, and Jesus. And Jesus. Yeah. But think about how much more entertaining all that stuff that I just described sounds to watch. And here's the thing that's so disrespectful about what you just said. <laughs> okay. You're mocking the religion. How? You're mocking it. Who? You are. It's Why? What you just said. <laughs> That's just that we do that for five minutes. <laughs> How? Because. But. Why? Um, Who? It just, you don't want to make a mockery of it. And I just feel like when you're doing fun physical challenges, that stuff is, the Bible is serious. Okay. Well, then how people, about these fucking country western People remixes? have died for the Bible. And died in the Bible and died because of the Bible. Uh-huh. People have been hit with Bibles <laughs> and, and have died because of it. And I don't think that it's you should um, make light of the very real, very powerful chapters. Okay, the then how would you make it better? Um, I would make it a real challenge. And uh, three teams have to compete to convert skeptical atheists. <laughs> and the first person to accept the Lord is their Jesus Christ Savior. They, they win. win. Okay. Yes. Uh, instead of $20,000, the main prize should be 20 uninterrupted minutes to search the walls of Joel Austin's church. Oh, because that money that was found behind the bathroom wall? Sure. Sure. And, and uh, before anybody is allowed into that building, uh-huh. audience members should have to testify that they accept the Lord as their Savior. Or they're not allowed in if you're not a thoroughly religious person. Correct. You're not even allowed to watch this. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Uh, also, I made a a note, an unrelated note that I just wanted to get out there real fast. Sure. That I think watching these people and these types of people and these types of audience members and imagining them made me think of for whatever reason while I was watching this. Mm-hmm. But I had, speaking of revelations, Ooh. I had the revelation that like one day in the future, we're going to get to the point where like our uh, Supreme Court justices are going to be named like Brinley and Caden and Nevaeh. Right. And all sorts of dumb fucking names like that. You think so? There's too many of them at this point, right? There's too many people with weird names, what you're saying? Yeah. Oh. Like a Xerxes? A Xerxes? A Xerxes? What's, what was the name of the Game of Thrones characters? Cersei? Cersei. Yeah. Justice Cersei. Justice Cersei. <laughs> I, I don't know that that... What about Daenerys? She was the hot one. Justice Daenerys. People have named their daughters that now. Uh, Justice Daenerys and uh, Justice Cersei's um, are the are justices on daytime television court shows. And I would watch that. Yeah. And I would understand it a lot better than I understood this show. Okay. All right. So now do we have time for a... Um... We have a smiting lightning round. It's a lightning round. Exciting. I know and it terri- is. Terrifying? No, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be fine. I feel terrified right okay. now. Okay. 
So the smiting lightning round. That's the name of it. Is called Bible oh. or Buble. Okay, Bible or Buble. Bible or Buble. You're going to be... I'm this going is just to be, like on the show. I'm correct. I'm going to be reading you a sentence, <laughs> and you're going to tell me, is this uh, from the Bible, or is it from a Michael Buble lyric from one of his songs? Oh, man, this is upsetting that I know I'm going to do poorly on this. Here we go. That I'm always going to lift you up. Bible... Or Buble. That's so cheap. That's so cheap. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say Buble. It is Buble <gasps> from the song Forever Now. Season two, episode six. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. Boy, these are good questions. Mm. This really could be either. Mm. Um,. I'm going to say Bible. It is Bible. Second Timothy 4. That sounded like something that would be in the Niv. Verse 7. For we walk by faith. Boy. The problem with that one is it sounds so Bible-y. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know that... I'm going to go with Bible. It is Bible. Second Corinthians 5, 7. I believe in you. <laughs> Buble? If yes, from the song I Believe in You. <laughs> my favorite. In my heart you have remained. Uh, Bible it's or sound, Buble. See the problem with in my heart you have remained sure. is it's either like something where it sounds old fashioned sounding, like you would have in a Bible, for mm-hmm. example. Or you're really trying to force a rhyme in there mm. to get a song to flow properly. I see. In my heart, you have remained. Oh, you know what? I bet you it's in my heart, you have remained, and more words, I'm going to say Buble. It is Buble from the song Lost. <laughs> you never need to doubt it. My mom. <laughs> you never Buble. need to doubt it. You never need to doubt what? I'll make you so sure about it. God only knows by the Beach Boys. Um, Bible. It is Buble no! singing God only knows by the Beach Boys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, it sounds like a Beach Boys song. It can't be Buble. <laughs> wow. Uh, you're, you're five for six. And I mean, really, I'll count that one because I, I but, said it was But you Beach said Bible. Boys. But you said Bible. So the Beach Boys. Final answer, Bible. Yeah, this is, the song is God Only Knows. Right. Final answer, Cheating. you said Bible. Cheating. Um, you got one more. Okay. Uh, and we're doing seven for the obvious reason of the... Uh, seven Deadly Sins? Seven Deadly... Or no, the Seven Days of Creation. Oh. Well, then I'm just going to rest on this one. You can't. Sorry. Wait, hold on. <laughs> When she carried on her whoring so openly and flaunted her nakedness, I turned in disgust from her, as I had turned in disgust from her sister. Yet she increased her whoring, remembering the days of her youth, when she played the whore in the land of Egypt and lusted after her lovers there, whose members were like those of donkeys and whose issue was like that of a horse." Ooh, mm. it's a because mm. there's that one Buble song that does does sound a lot like that. Yeah, but uh, it feels like a trick question, so I'm gonna go with Bible. Sorry, it's Buble no! reading Ezekiel 23, <laughs> 18 through 21. <laughs> Dang, dude, seven for six for seven, six for seven, not bad, not bad. Although you did say Bible at the last one. And it was Buble reading the Bible, so. But I'll give it to you. Wow. That was tricky. Trickier than uh, you would think. It's hard to find Bible verses that don't sound like Bible verses. Right. They're all, the, the language, it's got a, a brand. The Bible has a brand, and you can see it and you read it in the language of the Bible. So you need a Nev. We've talked about the Niv. Mm. You need a Nev. You need the new Abonics version of the Bible. <laughs> yep. Yeah. To Jesus to be really tripping. bring it into modern day. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, get us to understand what's going on, who these people are, what their motivations are. I really like a good character motivation. Right, an arc, a, a good character mm-hmm. arc. Yes, exactly. Uh, arc. Noah had one. Right. Good character arc. Right. <sighs> so easy. Why didn't they do this on the show? I we, don't know. we should write the show. I would love to write the show, but then we would be hardcore canceled. What? Yeah. Why? Because we would have treated it because because we would have had the uh, locust challenge and then, which would be a great challenge I think <laughs> you can only do it once every seventeen years or whatever though <laughs> yeah well I think we should close as we opened with a nice prayer all right you why don't you lead us in no, this one nope wait, oh no wait we have to give us a nice rating a buzzer rating oh you go first okay. I will give it a one and a half buzzers. Okay. And I don't want to go to hell. So I'm going to give it a full <laughs> holy five buzzers. Uh, <laughs> Smart. Um, yeah. So I just, I don't think there was anything wrong with it. I think that it was not only fun, it was educational. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and so now I know if anybody asks me on the street, is this a Klingon word or is this a God? I know that. Yahweh is a god. You didn't know that one? Nope. Sounded I guessed Klingon. <laughs> That's a pretty common one. That's yeah, a, I knew Yahweh was God. It's the only okay. one I could think of because okay. the other ones I've already forgotten. Yahweh means I am in God um, Hebrew or something. It's definitely Hebrew, yep. All right. So uh that wraps up the American Bible Challenge. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Sure. Thank um, you to you, the listener. To thank you the to seven circles of hell and back. Sure, and there will be. And if you, you know what, you don't have to. But if you did want to give ten percent of your um, salary to us, you can Venmo us mm-hmm. at Come On Down Show. Tie that right over. Tie that right over. Check us out on Instagram because mm-hmm. you know we're doing that now. And there are a lot of unholy things on Instagram, and we need you to scroll right past that. Right to us. And right to us. And 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 we'll teach you the way I'll show you the all way. right uh and in closing um dear great game show announcer in the sky mm. chef fox will be. uh would you please take this time to make sure that um alex trebek and mm. uh other other christian alan ludden mm-hmm. and other great christian game show hosts kirk. are taken care of kirk fogg from legends of the hidden temple kirk franklin kirk franklin mm-hmm. and his choir and so we people. thank you for Just sending many us people. many other better game shows than this one that we can watch amen amen